Listener's discretion is advised. Good evening to all of the parties who are listening here tonight. Now, happy Saturday, people. But we're going to get to it when this podcast monologue with some discoveries that I found on TikTok, especially that For You page, where there's a podcast called The David Parkman Show, and David Parkman reacted to Alison Steinberg, who works for the One American News, or as people like to call it, the OAN Alison Steinberg had a meltdown about the Nest thermostat and uh we're not gonna I'm not gonna go any further so you're gonna have to listen to this reaction First moved into this new place and this Nest device came automatically installed Uh-oh uh with the apartment it's the thermostat control basically so it's really cold in here because there's cement floors and i was constantly having to turn the heat up now i realized it would get cold after i turned the heat up <laughs> this is this is just the best i hope you guys see where this is going on multiple occasions so i started thinking why is this happening now get this i'm going to show you the interface of this and you're not going to believe it Okay, so I'm having to turn it up again because it went down to 70 and I wanted it at 73. So it's having to heat up again. Oh, this is, so my old place, when I, when I lived in Boston, my old place had these. And when my tenants came in, the same thing happened. And they didn't ascribe it to the globalists. They ascribed it to the, how the technology works. And I'll tell you how you fix this. This, this is the best because it keeps turning itself back down. And I was wondering why the f*** is this happening? Well, I decided to go to settings. Mm-hmm. And then I found this home away assist. Then it says automatically use eco temperatures when no one's home. So that means this thing can track whether or not I'm in my f***ing house. Yeah, now, Nest thermostats they have a proximity sensor so like when you walk by it it turns on so you don't have to press it like if you want to just see what the temperature is you walk by and it senses you walk by and it flips on and you go oh it's 72 so you don't have to click it or press it and it uses that to figure out whether you're likely home or not so this thing was turning itself off when i wasn't home and then would automatically start reheating when it sensed i was back inside it must be the globalist and if that's not creepy enough they also somehow now have my email address because they keep harassing me in my inbox to sign up for their stupid app so it can connect to my phone. So they their stupid app? can track me even further. This is absolute madness. If you have a Nest, turn off all these settings because it's taken it way too far. Yeah, you can turn off all of these settings. I mean, it's, listen, uh, at one point I started to suspect 
that the milk frother attachment on my espresso machine had a camera in it and an RFID chip because every time I made an espresso, I would get an email offering me a coffee-based vaccine. It was crazy. But then I realized, no, I'm wrong. I'm an idiot. Wow. Steinberg went on full baby tantrum mode when she discovered that, uh, well, in her view... That uh, Nest Thermostat is trying to take every identity away from her. It's like she's living in a horror movie. Like a, you know how death from all the Scream movies? Yeah, that, that's what it feels like. And it's like creating a dark magic. And according to her, her life is ruined. She doesn't say that, but... Her life is about to be ruined, according to her, because of that Nest thermostat. Unbelievable. Now, let's move on to a scandal. Yes, a scandal that involves the the owner of the World Wrestling Entertainment, Mr. McMahon. Or as some people will call him, Vince McMahon. Or as other people will call him, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Now... Mr. McMahon has been involved in this whole alleged hush money payments that uh, all these relationship stuff that's happened around behind the scenes uh, or backstage in the WWE. Now, ABC News has sent Andrew Dimbert to report this uh, scandal. Of course, it was first reported in the Wall Street Journal. So here is the report from Andrew Demert of ABC News. I'm Vince McMahon, damn it, let's hear it! This morning, Vince McMahon, the CEO who transformed pro wrestling into a global powerhouse, now faces a hush money scandal. Somebody call my mama. I am the boss. The World Wrestling Entertainment's Board of Directors is reportedly investigating a $3 million payment from McMahon to a former employee to keep their alleged affair quiet. According to the Wall Street Journal, the separation agreement prevents the 41-year-old former staffer from discussing her relationship with McMahon. A WWE spokesperson says the relationship was consensual. The board's investigation also reportedly uncovered non-disclosure agreements from other former employees some of whom allege misconduct against McMahon and another executive. McMahon is married to Linda McMahon, who ran for the U.S. Senate and served in the Trump administration. I approve this message because it's time for something different. It's not the first controversy since taking over the company from his father. He was indicted on drug charges in 1993, accused of obtaining steroids for wrestlers. Some wrestlers, including Hulk Hogan, testified they would regularly pick up steroids at the company's headquarters in Connecticut. McMahon faced 11 years in prison but was acquitted after the jury found he did not direct wrestlers to take the steroids. Ever since that scandal came about last week, Mr. McMahon made his appearance on Friday Night Smackdown and on Monday Night Raw to address people with stuff and leaves. It's like taking page out of Stone Cold's playbook except he doesn't do the stunner. Now let's move on to the thunderstorms. Yes, thunderstorms uh, exist in California. Well, quite a rarity. And I actually saw it on Wednesday night when I was walking uh, on a side, 
on a sidewalk in Fresno and uh, it's not just in Fresno but all throughout California if you see it if you see the thunderstorm on Wednesday night oh my goodness it was like Thor just summoned someone from the sky even Sean Hayes the guest host of Jimmy Kimmel Live uh, experienced it too we are coming to you from not-so-sunny California, where for once we actually had weather to complain about. There was massive thunder and lightning for hours last night. Thunderstorms don't happen a lot in L.A. Usually if you hear a loud noise from the sky around here, it's just Harrison Ford crashing his plane. <laughs> never, never scratch on the guy, thank God. Right? I don't know about you, but I find thunderbolts and lightning very, very frightening. Me, Galileo. No, it's, it's Guillermo. It's, you're, oh, forget it. And just for the record, this was all Thor's fault. And the mighty Thor's fault too. Both the mighty Thor and Thor are all in the same conjunction. And of course, I'm talking about Jane Foster version of Mighty Thor. Which, by the way, Thor Love and Thunder will be out worldwide on July 8th of 2022. So don't miss Thor's new movie starring Chris Helmsworth, Natalie Portman, and Christian Bale. Yes, Christian Bale was in that mo- isn't in that movie as well, so uh, don't miss it. Now, you know who's also at fault? The people who will watch the, you know, a GOP ad that involves guns. Well, who's in it this time? Take it from Letterman's successor who has the info. Not everyone's uh, focused on 2020. The midterms are coming up and there's a whole new election to undermine, complete with plenty of kooky far-right candidates like former Missouri governor and man at the hardware store asking if this tarp is bloodproof. Eric Greitens. Greitens was elected governor of Missouri back in 2016, but resigned in disgrace a year into his term after reports of an affair with a former hairdresser who accused him of abuse and blackmail. So, not the kind of guy you trust with a match, let alone a firearm. Keep that in mind when you watch his new Senate campaign ad where he attacks so-called rhinos or Republicans in name only. I'm Eric Greitens, Navy SEAL, and today we're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Join the MAGA crew, get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on there. Uh, first of all, it's rare to call for the death of a member of your own party. I've only seen it once before. Bloomberg 2020, I hear Bernie Sanders is allergic to peanuts. And I... I gotta say, that is disturbing, and I've got two questions about that ad. One is, what the hell? And two, what are they actually breaking into? An empty house? There's no furniture in there. Why? I don't know, wait, and I'm being told The Late Show has actually acquired the original cut of the ad.
join the MAGA whoa, group. Whoa, 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 I'm working here. You're getting dust all over my freaking semi-gloss, Ram, bro. Open houses until Saturday. Tell SEAL Team Socket to stay off our hardwood floors, and you're paying for that door. You're paying for the door, douche Cassidy. Well, here's the thing. If a candidate, like, does an ad and then invades in my home, I'll be like, I'm gonna die in my own house? Like, man, Greitens. Greitens is on a tear. And also is under fire because there's a lot of, like, sources and headlines like Vox or Yahoo News or Channel 5 on your side, uh, one of the NBC affiliates. Uh, the St. Louis Post ditch Dispatch and the Washington Post even. I mean, you got threats to the ex-wife and children, all that. Headlines. My goodness. Run for your lives, friends. But until then, after this brief ad, the host of The Late Show on CBS got some explaining to do. After his production team and Triumph the Insult comic dog got indicted at the U.S. Capitol last week, so stay tuned. Hi, is the Robert Ducky movie scary? I just sell them, I don't watch them. Oh, okay. Can I get one ticket for me, one for everyone who's behind me? You sure have a lot of friends. Oh, no, they're not my friends. But when I pay with credit karma money, I can win instant karma and get these tickets for free. Wow, that's a great deal. You gonna buy popcorn for all of them, too? <laughs> oh, no, I'm no rich, crazy lady. <laughs> okay, who wants to give me a piggyback ride? All right. Ready? <laughs> When you buy something with Credit Karma money, you could win instant karma and get it for free. Open an account today. And we have returned, folks. Now let's get to that segment. The segment within a segment, but the segment that is... Indoor SpongeBob style, it is the quarantine version of Meanwhile called Quarantine Wild. Now, did you guys remember the uh, breaking Meanwhile on my podcast monologue on last Sunday on June 19th? Well, there were two things that involved. One was Clint Boyer and the other was the host and the production team of The Late Show on CBS. Well, it turns out that the host was not involved, obviously, so quite frankly, I'm a dumbass. Anyways, it was the production team and Triumph the Insult comic dog that got indicted by the Capitol Police. And this was during days two and three of the Capitol hearings about the January 6th. Now, on the Monday's edition of The Late Show on CBS, Letterman's successor explained what happened during his monologue. So, we are gonna get the opportunity to hear uh, The Late Show guy's explanation of what happened last week at the Capitol building. 
So, late show guy, take it away. I certainly had an interesting one because some of my staff had a memorable one. Here's what happened. Last week, I heard from my old colleague, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Triumph uh, offered to go down to D.C. and interview some Congress people to highlight the January 6th hearings. I said, sure, if you can get anyone to agree to talk to you, because, and please don't take this as an insult, you're a puppet. <laughs> well, he did. Democratic and Republican Congress people agreed to talk to Triumph. He's a bipartisan puppy. He's so neutral, he's neutered. <laughs> now, Triumph... Triumph and my folks shot for two days in congressional offices across the street from the Capitol building. They went through security clearance, shot all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, invited into the offices of the Congress people they were interviewing. And that's very important. You have to invite Triumph in. <laughs> he works on Dracula rules. Now, end of day two, Thursday evening, after they'd finished their interviews, they were doing some last-minute puppetry and uh, jokey make-em-ups in a hallway when Triumph and my folks were approached and detained by the Capitol Police, which actually isn't that surprising. The Capitol Police are much more cautious than they were, say, 18 months ago, <laughs> and for a very good reason. If you don't know what that reason is, I know what news network you watch. <laughs> so... The Capitol Police were just doing their job. My staff was just doing their job. Everyone was very professional. Everyone was very calm. My staffers were detained, processed, and released. A very unpleasant experience for my staff. A lot of paperwork for the Capitol Police, but a fairly simple story. Until... <laughs> the next night, when a couple of the TV people started claiming that my puppet squad had, quote, committed insurrection <laughs> at the U.S. Capitol building. First of all, what? <laughs> Second of all, huh? <laughs> Third of all, they weren't in the Capitol building. Fourth of all, and I am shocked I have to explain the difference, but an insurrection involves disrupting the lawful actions of Congress and howling for the blood of elected leaders all to prevent the peaceful transfer of power. This was first-degree puppetry. <laughs> this was hijinks with intent to goof. <laughs> Misappropriation of an old Conan bit. <laughs> now, it is predictable. It's really Conan's fault. It's really Conan's fault. Get it, you know? Now, it's predictable why these TV talkers are talking like this on the TV. They want to talk about something other than the January 6th hearings on the actual seditionist insurrection that led to the deaths of multiple people and the injury of over 140 police officers. But drawing any equivalence between rioters storming our Capitol to prevent the counting of electoral ballots and a cigar-chomping toy dog is a shameful and grotesque insult to the memory of everyone who died. And it obscenely trivializes the service and the courage the Capitol Police showed on that terrible day. But who knows? Maybe there was a vast conspiracy to overthrow the government of the United States with a rubber Rottweiler. <laughs> After all, Thursday night, the night that they were detained, was the 50th anniversary of the Watergate break-in. Are we supposed to believe that was a coincidence? <laughs> yes.
And we all know the long history of puppet lawlessness. The great Muppet caper, the fraggle riots of the 1980s. Who can forget when Kukla, Fran, and Ollie were hauled into the Charlie McCarthy hearings? And how do you think King Friday came to power in the neighborhood of make-believe? With the backing of the head of his secret police, Henrietta Pussycat. Meow, meow, attach jumper cables to your nipples, meow. But, in this case, in this case, in this case, our puppet was just a puppet doing puppet stuff. And sad to say, so much has changed in Washington that the Capitol Police do have to stay at high alert at all times because of the attack on January 6th. And as the hearings prove more clearly every day, the blame for that actual insurrection all lies with Putin's puppet. Now, speaking of the thing... There you go, folks. There you go. The explanation from Letterman's successor on the incident at the Capitol building. Not an insurrection, according to Tucker Carlson and the right-wing media. Now, after this brief ad, we're going to get to listen to a parody. Yes, it's been a long time since I put a parody song on my podcast from YouTube, obviously, so... Don't sue me. Stay tuned, folks. Hi there. I'm seven-time Academy Award winner and your mom's favorite gay, Sean Hayes. I have two questions for you. Do you travel often? And are you gay? Good. And good. Don't book another flight without my new app, Fruitfly. Fruitfly connects you with flights run by gay flight attendants who want to give you tons of free just because you're gay and there. Here's how it works. Log into the app and pick your destination. Flights with giving gays are marked with fruit baskets. Oh, hi there, Jeffrey. Oh, hey, Sean. Looking toned. Oh. Are you going to Fire Island this summer? Nah, I couldn't get a dog sitter. That's too bad. Here, let me get you 20 small bottles of vodka and a smoked salmon appetizer from first class. <laughs> it's gays helping gays. When straight people try to use Fruitfly, the app detects their heterosexuality via their unhealthy nail beds and goes into rejection mode. Buzz off, breeder. With Fruitfly, it really does get better. What's that? As flawless as Judy Dench in Notes on a Scandal. <laughs> okay, is that a tanning bed? <laughs> And when you wake up, your laundry will be steamed and folded too. So don't fly the gray heterosexual skies again. When you're way up in the air, be gay up in the air. Oh my God, is that Meryl Streep? Girl, get down from there. Fruit fly. Join the Mile Hey Club. Special treatment only guaranteed if and because you're Sean Hayes. If you're just some random gay, good luck. And we have returned, folks. Now let's get to listen to a parody. Now, this is the parody of Justin Timberlake's Rock Your Body. Now, my former Spanish teacher back in my junior year of high school 
when I took Spanish 2 and the Spanish teacher showed us the video of the song called Reflect Your Verbi, which is about the reflexive verbs. And that video was uploaded by Senor Mara on his uh, YouTube channel. So here is the parody of Rock Your Body called Reflex Your Verbi, which is about the reflexive verbs. Here's Senor Mara. Reflexive verb, a verb whose agent performs an action that is directed at the agent.
man that was Senor Mara with that Rock Your Body parody reflects your verbi, which was uploaded 13 years ago. Can you believe that? Now, if you're go- if you're doing Spanish too, or if you do any kind of Spanish, just think of the reflexive verbs and go to YouTube and and uh, type reflexive verb song Spanish. That's all. That's all you need. But after this brief ad, we're gonna wrap it up. So stay tuned. Ah, where's Calvin? He said he'd be here. Hi, guys. Ready to hoop? Whoa! What are those sick kicks? Andre Drummond's big ass feet. Nice. Hi, kids. That's right. And if you want to be a two-time all-star like me, you better be ready to welcome Miles and my feet. AT Baths are the only shoes scientifically molded from Andre Drummond's big-ass feet. Every detail is painstakingly recreated by a team of podiatrists and disgraced NASA engineers. We want to be all-stars, too! You got it! (laughs) It's so comfortable you feel like you're playing barefooted. Just like the pros wish they could. I love my big ass feet. They make me run so fast. Nice. Now you're getting it. Quick You have some big ass feet, Andre. And thanks to me, you do too. Oh, my ankle hurts. I am not liable. AD baths are not just for basketball. They are so comfortable and stylish, you can wear them everywhere. Night or day, work or play. AD baths is the shoe for you. Get in the game with AD baths. Order now and get the six toe on me. AD baths. Get yours at Weird Foot Locker. Folks, that is it for this Saturday edition of Random Stuff. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for the recap of the Tuesday and Thursday hearings. Yes, days 5 and 6 of those January 6 hearings. So, be sure to just remind yourself that you got to listen to that another episode of Random Stuff. But until then, good night. <laughs>